What's up, y'all? She from Legacy Hustle here. I have a little request of you. If you truly appreciate what we're trying to do here and you enjoy the show, the sharing, the transparency, and the insights, as well as the inspiration we bring you with each and every episode, I need you to help us out as well by supporting. Go ahead and subscribe, like, comment, follow, and review as we work to get the word out to more people about the show. Also, please consider sharing the show with your entire network. Thank you. Enjoy the show. This is Legacy Hustle, a show about everyday people from the Black diaspora who decided to build something that impacts the generations that preceded them, the generations that will follow them, or a specific targeted community. We use the word legacy and duality, describing not only what is being established for a specific target market, but to also highlight the impact on a guest's own family and circle. The show will explore what their business is, how they got it off the ground, and trials and tribulations that our guests have experienced on their journey to legacy hustle, to both inspire and educate you, our listeners. I'm Sheed, I'll be your host, and this episode we'll be talking to Rudley Kelly, a longtime friend of mine we went to undergrad together. He's a realtor, author, and a real estate investor. Founded in 2015 in collaboration with his wife, Chenda, his business, K1 Home Solutions, is a professional full-service real estate investing firm that buys and sells properties throughout Georgia, Connecticut, and Ohio. In addition to buying and selling real estate, K1 Home Solutions is also a huge advocate for educating the youth on real estate investing. To that point, Rudley and his seven-year-old son, Jaden, wrote and published the book right over my shoulder entitled Real Estate With My Daddy. It's actually available on Amazon. Quick plug. I'll allow Rudley to tell you more about his business, but he, his wife, and their four children are based out of Atlanta, Georgia. A little over a year ago, Rudley walked away from his corporate job to pursue his legacy hustle. So without further ado, let's get into it. Rudley, thank you so much for being here uh, with K1 Home Solutions to talk about your journey um, and how you essentially set yourself and your family up for future success for years to come. Um, tell us about what K1 Home Solutions is and how do you go about generating money? Uh, will do. Uh, but first and foremost, just want to say I uh, appreciate you and the opportunity for coming up on your podcast here. Uh, the Legacy Hustle podcast. I think it's a great thing that you're doing, just sharing information with others. So um, just want to say thank you first. Um, but yeah, just uh, about myself, I'm a real estate investor and realtor um, here in the state of Georgia, uh, but I do invest outside of the state as well. Um, from a, an investment standpoint, my business focuses on flips, flipping properties. I'm also purchasing long-term rental properties add to our portfolio. We also do short-term rentals in terms of Airbnb properties or uh, in the middle of short-term, which you would consider short-term with traveling nurses that do a little bit longer stays, three three to four months or so. Um, I'm also an author. Uh, my son and I uh, wrote a, a children's real estate book together. Um, 
So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you pointing that right out. Right in the um, background, right here in the background. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, overall, real estate investor, realtor, um, and author. Awesome. Awesome. You know, I think back to when we were in college together, you know, one of those things that stands out in my mind is, you know, our inroads journey, if you will, and trying to figure out how we're going to navigate corporate America. Like what led to you saying, all right, I want to kind of build this business and launch, you know, especially after having such a successful corporate career, if you will, Bradley. what, what led to saying, I want to do this? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, thanks to you, you know, you actually introduced me to inroads uh, while we was in college. So definitely much uh, appreciation to that. But yeah, as you mentioned, inroads was definitely kind of the start to my corporate career. Um, definitely kind of got all the accolades in turn of the year type stuff and got hired on into the corporate world, did some stuff with General Electric for several time and other companies and so on. But essentially, you know, what my passion has always been to, uh, be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to work for myself. Um, it's something that I saw growing up from my father, who used to own a couple of restaurants and, and Jamaican nightclubs. Um, my cousin uh, that owns nightclubs as well, um, and a few other family members that own real estate. So I always grew up knowing that I wanted to do that, but I didn't quite know when that time was going to come. So, you know, as I kind of went through my career in corporate, kind of continued to move up the corporate ladder go for the higher and higher positions. Um, eventually, it just it started to not sit right with me, um, feeling as if, you know, I wasn't really living up to my full potential. Um, and I think that that kind of turned that and kind of said, you know what, I'm not going to hold back anymore. Um, honestly, it was just a couple deaths that happened in my family, uh, close family, uh, friends, um, just passing away, like in these past few years. And it really made me kind of look back um, on myself and saying life truly is a blessing, um, but it is our only chance at, you know, uh, to do what we want to do, right? We only have this one opportunity and I can't live in that uh, mindset of just saying I want to do something and not pursuing and being afraid to fail. So when I got to that point, um, my last kind of straw was, you know, I had uh, a brother-in-law who recently passed away uh, and went to my company and asked for that time off just so I can have that a little bit of grieving time. Um, you know, they gave me that time off, but you know, that feeling where they're like, yeah, you had the time off, but you know, you're going to be me and the You got to come back to work at some point. Yeah. You yeah. got to come back to work. You don't have to catch up. We, we need you. Yeah. And it just didn't have a good taste in my mouth. And I kind of, from that point on, I was like, I'm never going to let another person tell me when or when not. I can take time for myself mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever. So that was kind of my, my, my kind of, uh, push to say, you know what, just, just go for it. If you fail, you fail, but you gotta go for it. And that's, that's what pushed me forward. I dig it. You know, you, you've highlighted a couple of things when you were talking there about your own personal journey. Um, one sort of, you know, excelling and, and doing well in the work world and then trying to figure out, you know, what's the right time to kind of step out. So you had the backdrop of family members and loved ones who had started this entrepreneurial journey. The impetus for you personally saying, all right, I'm going to step away from corporate America was sort of how they handled that situation with you. But, but where did you get the financial strength to be like, you know what, 
I'm just going to step away from the benefits and all that other stuff in order to make it happen. What what was your story to say, okay, yeah, this is this is something I could do? Yeah, I mean, honestly, no, there was never really a point where I felt like I just had all the money in the world and like I'm just comfortable to just step away from the job. I never quite got to that point, but I did feel content in that I, you know, I do have a wife. I'm married. Um, she does have a full-time job, um, benefits and all that. So that was one of my main focuses. Like I need that, make sure I have healthcare for the kids. Uh, I have four children. Um, so we were set there. Um, I did put away, you know, a little Can bit. Can you run that savings. back just in case people didn't hear what you said? How many children do you have, brother? Uh, four. Four. So his and brother that is got it. four kids, right. stepped away on faith, yeah. you know, knows what he was after and made this happen. So for all of you who are tuning in, like, I don't know if this is the right time for me. You know, I have a lot of kids and miles I got to worry about. Listen to this man's strategy. He spoke about working with his wife. They had that conversation. Continue, Rudley. Didn't mean to cut you off. Just wanted to emphasize that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's a great point. Like, um, you know, you and your spouse, significant other, um, you got to be on the same page if you're going to take that leap of faith and making sure that, you know, you know, she is, is or he or she is your biggest supporter um, and, and champion and believes in you as well. So I had that, you know, I was blessed to have that just off the rip. Um, but also, in addition to that, you know, I accumulated some savings, made sure I was at least good. Uh, for a, a good amount of months without, you know, having to be concerned with the bill. So I could really just focus on the business. And once I got to that point, you know, I still felt like, you know, man, I'd never seen myself going more than two weeks without a paycheck before, but this is new to me. Let's, let's go ahead and try it. And once, once I did that, I said, you know what, I, I can't, I, I need to just go for it. Kind of burn the bridges, not in a negative way, but just saying, I'm not looking back I'm moving forward. Um, and I took that step and that was that was how I was ready to move forward. All right. So you started kind of dipping your toe a little bit and talking about financially where you were coming up with some of the money. So you spoke about savings. Um, how else did you come up with effectively your, your startup funds to do what it was that you're trying to do with K1 Home Solutions? Um, and if you're willing to, can you share a little bit about how much that was, what that first place looked like and the journey you took there just to give people some context and perhaps um, inspiration, if you will, as they think about they're interested in doing real estate, what that could look like too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's been a journey, right? So I, I purchased my first property about 15 years ago, uh, 15, 16 years ago, right when we got out of college, um, I bought a town home in Waterbury, Connecticut. Um, thought I was going to be staying there for a little while. Hey, sorry, I got to cut you <laughs> off right there. That's my hometown. So I give you a shout out to Waterbury, Connecticut. All right, continue. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, you know, bought that property in Waterbury. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned, I was in the corporate world. I was working for General Electric and I was doing sort of this leadership rotational program where they, every six months, you rotate a different part of the business. Part of that rotation, they had me, um, you have to do something out of state. So I decided to take the position that I was going to take in Atlanta, right? So I moved to Atlanta and kind of you know started that process here. But essentially, in terms of how I got initially my startup funds is, um, you know, I did I've done a HELOC um, home equity line of credit on on a property. Um, I didn't do it on that specific water barrier property, but when I moved to Atlanta, I purchased a foreclosure um, property, lived in that, and got a significant amount of equity. Used a, a home equity line of credit, was able to get funds that way. Um, I was also used what's called a self-directed IRA um, or so solo K. They also call them 401ks. 
Um, and for your audience, if you're not familiar with that, essentially what it allows you to do for those of you that have 401ks, you know, or in the corporate world, um, what you can do is if you have an older 401k, let's say from a prior uh, company, you can, instead of moving that or just transferring it to your, your new 401k, you can actually move that into a solo K, which essentially allows you to use those funds um, for what for what your specific needs are. Essentially, it's self-directed. It's allowing you to direct where those funds go. So I was able to also use those funds um, from my prior 401ks to use that for real estate as well. Um, it's, it's so a great tool, was it but, was it something that you liquidated or were you borrowing against it? Um, so you can do both. You can borrow against it. Um, you can also liquidate it um, if, if you need to as well. Um, so essentially, you can still use it as the way you operate um, as you know your current 401k if you're going to borrow against it in your current job. Um, but yep. this is more so for you to utilize those funds in a different way. Um, so I highly, you know, for your audience to definitely go ahead and look into that and seeing how you can do that, not a tax accountant or anything like that. So make sure you do the research, but, um, that is a way to get uh, a good amount of funds, especially if you've been accumulating, you know, these assets. Um, so those are kind of some of the ways that I've been doing it as well as, um, once I've invested in some properties and got some experience. I have a significant amount of people that just say, hey, I want to invest. I want to learn how to invest. So I, that's called private money. I use private money as well to purchase properties. Um, and then lastly, one other thing just to mention, I don't want to forget, um, also use hard money lenders. Um, these hard money lenders are also uh, lenders that will provide you, you know, they're, they're not necessarily looking at credit. Some of them do, but um, they're more so focused on the deal. Does the deal make sense? right? The numbers make sense. If you're buying a rental property, is the rent's going to cover the mortgage and they will lend you the money. It is at a higher interest rate, but they will lend you the money, allow you to keep the business, uh, allow you to keep the properties in your LLC. So um, that's another route that I go and I still continue to go to this day. So private money, 401k, solo Ks, uh, um, hard money, um, you know, many private money. There's so many different ways you can get money. So don't let that stop you. And so, you know, as someone who ended up transitioning into this world, as people continue thinking about some of the, the financial stuff, one of the things that you just mentioned was how important it is to sort of um, think about, you know, is a property going to make you money, right? So how did you learn about that? You know, how did you go down the path of being able to look at property in its current state and then see the future potential and then decide if it was the right move in terms of going to a hard money lender or taking private money and ensuring that you were going to get a return? What are some of those tools or resources that you leverage, Rod? Yeah. So one of the, the biggest steps might've happened maybe about seven or eight years ago um, where I joined an organization called Fortune Builders, um, where basically that organization uh, essentially is, is an investment or uh, real, real estate investment organization, um, education investment. And they basically teach you everything about how to flip houses. They teach you how to analyze deals. They teach you how to, you know, source material. They teach you how to um, just do a complete renovation, create scopes of work. And I, I invested heavily into that, uh, cost quite a bit of money. Um, but I looked at it as not only am I learning from someone, you know, an organization that's successful and is already doing the business, but I'm also investing in myself, which is going to put that extra fire in me because I need to make that money back. So once I did that, that's how, you know, essentially I learned how to do this business or the first steps to learning this business outside of getting some additional coaches and mentors as well. I dig it. 
I dig it. And that that group was called Fortune Builders. Yeah, Fortune Builders. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. All right. In terms of challenges, right? So what sort of major challenges have you had to overcome up to this point in time related to your business? Um, I think, you know, in the beginning, definitely. And especially because, like I said, I, I started going into real estate full time, left my corporate job over a year ago now. The biggest challenge for me was fear, right? I just, I did not want to let my family down. I didn't want to let myself down. Imagine I have four children. I have to make sure that they're good and taken care of. So I would say fear was definitely a concern of mine um, because I didn't want to put our family in a, a financial burden or situation where it's going to be detrimental to our, my children's future, my future, my wife's future. Um, so that, that really was the biggest challenge. Um, you know, many different ways I overcame that, but yeah, fear, fear was definitely the biggest one. You said many different ways you've overcome the fear for our listeners. Can you, can you share maybe one, two, um, mm -hmm. ways that, you know, you've, you've quieted that fear and you were over, able to overcome it? Yeah. I mean, one of the ways is, you know, aligning myself with like-minded individuals, right? The, the people, one of the, the biggest lessons I learned is that you have to really mirror success, right? Success in whatever industry that you want to get in. So I was proactive in reaching out to quite a few people that were doing exactly what I want to do and not, you know, having any pride behind it and just asking like, how do you do what you want to do? I got to pay for this information education. I'll do that, but I want to make sure I'm doing this the right way. And that helps settle my fear, just like in, in corporate America, right? Like you only get nervous when you don't feel prepared, right? Or fearful when you don't, you're not prepared. So I felt like, how do I prepare myself to take this step to feel like I have enough knowledge, at least to take that first step. And that was reaching out to certain people that I know were doing this business. And I vetted these people and make sure they knew they knew the business. So that was probably the biggest part for me was getting that support system. I got that from fortune builders as well, because these are all other individuals that put their money up as well, you know, aren't playing around, really want to do this business. And I surrounded myself with those people and that helped me progress to the next step. I love it. I love it. So, so I'm hearing two things in a big way coming from you as you talk about this. A part of overcoming the fear was effectively tapping into subject matter experts that you found um, through either your network or through this Fortune Builders organization in order to understand how they've done what they've done. And they've been able to sort of um, uh, effectively build in this vein so that you could emulate as well. Right. And then two, it's just that that constant learner mentality, right? That growth mindset, the ability to just tap in and continue learning and driving yourself to do more and more, um, recognizing that, hey, I've been able to do this in corporate America. Preparation is key. How do I prepare? Let me figure this out and learn as best as possible. And you're applying that for yourself, for your family, for the future, for that legacy. And I love hearing that, brother. One yeah. of the things <laughs> that I forgot to ask you to highlight and talk about um, was... How much money is K1 Home Solutions making at this point in time, right? And what's your expected revenue? And I know we just started this year, but expected revenue by year end, just to give people some idea of scale and where you're at and how you're growing, if you're comfortable to share. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 uh it's a six-figure business um right now, you know, in terms of 
you know, my long-term rental properties, my um, Airbnb short-term rental properties, as well as when I do some flips, that's typically when I get my large chunks of money at one point in time. So yep. right now, you know, we are, you know, and that was kind of my goal is like, I need that lease because I left a six figure corporate job, right? I need to be making at least six figures um, to feel like, all right, I'm taking the right steps. So I was able to accomplish that, you know, in this. In are this you making more year. money than you were making in your corporate job? Yeah. Like when you yeah, left? I would say, yeah, I would say I'm making, I'm making. And you said uh, you've been out of it for a little over a year now, right? A little over a year. Little over so a year. everyone tuning in, listening to the words of wisdom from Rudley Kelly, the brother's been out of his corporate job for a little over a year and has already made what he's making um, currently from, from uh, in comparison to what he was making back when he was in corporate. So thank you for sharing that, Rudley. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, though. You sound like you have the things you wanted to say. No, no. I mean, um, I'd say just for people out there that are looking to take that step, right? For me, like I said, the whole fear thing and all of that was an issue for me. But once I got started and I realized, you know, I'm not looking back, I'm just moving forward. You'll just be surprised at how you start to find opportunities and pull things together because you need to figure it out at that point, right? Like you, there is no looking back. You need to figure out how am I going to get this revenue and you start developing multiple streams of income, right? Like, I'm saying this to say that, like, you can do it, right? There is the possibility, which it's been shown time and time over again, that you can generate money on your own. You don't necessarily need to be a part of a corporation, go to your nine to five and do that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying anything against that. If that's what you want to do, that's what you can do. It's been great for me coming up through that pipeline and I've learned a lot and I owe a lot to corporate because it's helping me run my business today. But if you're looking to step out and you feel as if, how am I going to replace this income? It is very possible to do that. Right. And I, I saw a quote or a meme. I don't know if it was a quote or a meme, but the other day where someone posted and was like, you know, a salary is what corporate America gives you or the drug they give you to help you forget your dreams. And that rang so deep to me because I'm like, that was my biggest fear. I'm like, I, I want to do this, but damn, that salary, I want, I got to keep that. That's consistent. Every two weeks I'm getting that plus commissions because I was in sales, right? And yeah. I'm like, that's, that's the truth, man. That's what codes you back. But I'm telling you, if you really focus in on what you want to do, have a plan and just put your 100% effort into it, you can make the money. There's so many ways to make money out there that you don't feel that you don't need to, you know, uh, essentially um, trade your time for that money, right? Like giving up your whole entire day for that money. You can make that money with spending a couple hours a day, or or work even harder, but you working the hours that you want to work, right? It could be done. I'm I'm proof of that, and many others before me that I follow are proof of that. So that's all I would say. Thank you for that. Uh, I appreciate that big time. As you sit back and you continue thinking about your legacy and where you want your company to go, right? And mind you, it's it's been active in terms of you fully focused on it over a year now. But future, right? You've spoken about your ability to flip homes, rental properties, Airbnbs. Where do you see this continuing to go? Yeah, I mean, for me, honestly, I, I see this eventually growing into a multi-million dollar company. Um, my number one thing is it's not all about the money for me, 
but I do want to be able to be financially free to the point where my wife no longer has to work either. Um, my kids' future is set and we can essentially do what we want to do on our own time, right? Like the true essence of financial freedom. That's where I see our business getting to. I feel as dollar-wise, I feel like it's very doable to become a multi-million dollar business. Um, I'm actually tapping in now to uh, doing new construction, right? That's another goal of mine. I want to become a developer, start building homes, which obviously has a lot more risk, but also has a lot more uh, profit, right? I can make a six figures on just one new construction property. Um, so that's, that's where I'm taking it right now. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I see the business going in the next few years. Man, Rudley, I appreciate you for being so transparent and sharing some of these different elements, these nuggets with people to just give them a little bit uh, of a taste in terms of what you're doing and what they could tap into to potentially grow their own sort of dreams and aspirations that they may have. I'm going to hit you now with the five minute hustle. So rapid fire questions uh, just to help people with additional resources that perhaps you've been tapping into. You you already spoke about what initially held you back from becoming an entrepreneur, that fear, right? Was there anything else that held you back in addition to the fear? Uh, definitely money as well, too, right? Like I wanted to make sure I had the money. I was for, I didn't know how to get the money. Um, and I think that's one of the things that really can set somebody back or even just set our culture back, right? Like we just, we fear like how we can get the money. I'm barely even, I'm living check to check right now. How am I going to step out and do this other business? But what a lot of our, a lot of people are lacking or, or missing is just access to information. And once you get around, like I said, like-minded individuals, you start getting access to that information and then doors start to open up to see how do I get that capital? Like I just kind of explained earlier. There's so many different ways that maybe us as, you know, minorities may not get that education coming up. Um, it's out there, right? But you got to tap into it and you got to talk to people and find out how are they tapping into it. Share, exchange value with them too as well so they can provide that information. But there's information out there and you got to tap into it. So that that's it. Capital was my challenge. I tapped into information. So you heard it, y'all. Um, one of the things that held him back, you know, and it's a consistent theme throughout. Uh, first off, that fear. He spoke about how he's overcome it during the course of the show so far. Second thing is that capital. And he spoke about sort of how he tapped into the capital, right? But just the ability to educate yourself, that growth mindset, that that desire to pour into yourself and what you're trying to build and establish will help unlock that for you. What's the best business advice you've ever received, right? Um. I would say it is investing in yourself. Don't don't be afraid to, um, if you need to, spend some money, if you have to, to invest in yourself. I've probably spent over, in the past ten years, I've probably spent over seventy, seventy to eighty thousand dollars on just investing in myself. Right? That fortune. What, what are you talking about yeah. investing in yourself? What do you mean? Are you talking vacations and cars? What What are you talking, brother? <laughs> Not, I mean that too. You got to take some time to to enjoy the fruits enjoy of life, life but, of course. Yeah, but. Um, but yeah, I'm talking more so about just again the access to the information, education, mirroring that success, right? Like the Fortune Builders program that I mentioned. I'm not saying you have to do that or spend that type of money, but I spent over, I believe, over thirty thousand dollars for that education and tapping into that network. Like I said, you don't have to do that. You can do that um, much cheaper ways. There's other org websites and stuff that I, I can talk about later that you can get similar information and network with people. 
but that's just an example. Just the other day, I just spent $2,500 to learn about new construction, right? Or from someone that's doing it at a high level in the city of Atlanta or in the state of Georgia, I should say, because they're all over. You got to invest in yourself because um, no one else is going to do it. And again, what you're hearing is that investing in that continued learning, that growth mindset, right? Right. What's a business book, magazine, podcast, et cetera, that you'd recommend to our legacy hustlers to tap into if they're interested in taking a similar path to yours? Um, I mean, for Besides me. Besides your uh, book, of course. Yeah, definitely. You got a little kids. <laughs> um, definitely get that, you know, spark a little uh, entrepreneurship uh, mindset in their heads. But yeah, for me, I mean, one of the first books that kind of sparked even more so real estate for me was obviously like the Rich Dad Poor Dad. I think everyone's read that. Um, or a lot of people have read that, um, obviously, but that was one that, that you know, really sparked the saying, like, I got to do something to get my own streams of income. Um, I also read a book called Morning, Morning Miracle. It's not necessarily a business book per se, but it, it talks about like just getting your day started, waking up early um, and just, you know, setting the tone, having positive affirmations in the morning, having gratitude. Um, and being excited about just your day and moving forward. Um, because the way to st the way you start the day has a significant impact on how you're going to follow through and do all the tasks that are that you need to do for your business. So the morning miracle uh, was a great book. Um, and, and is this the morning miracle, the not so obvious secret guaranteed to transform your life before 8am by Hal Elrod? Yeah, yep, that's it. Yep. All right. Um, so yeah, I would say those those two books were definitely good for me. Um, I'm not gonna lie and say that I just sit and just read a ton of books all the time, but I am like a chronic YouTube watcher. Um, so I I get a lot of stuff off of YouTube. Um, Bigger Pockets. Is there a specific channel you tap into a lot? Yeah, I would say Bigger Pockets um, is one to if you're interested in real estate, right? Um, bigger pockets is, has been a lot of information and that's kind of what I was talking about, like other resources that are free or close to being free. Um, bigger pockets is one of those. Um, I would tap into that, their website and, uh, podcasts and YouTube channel. Um, those, those are just a few that I would look into for sure. All right. And then finally to wrap it up, I was going to ask you, what's your favorite online tool app or internet resource that you actually actively use for your business? Um, yeah, so bigger pockets still, um, uh, because they have some, uh, intuitive tools you can use some deal analyzer calculators, things you can use. So I use that quite actively. Um, as I mentioned, I'm also a realtor. Um, so I work with traditional buyers and sellers as well as working with investors. And, uh, because I, I'm a realtor, I have access to the MLS. So I'm using the MLS every day in my business. Um, and outside of that, like, you know, I have my, my, my CRM that I'm using for keeping track of my leads or whatnot. Um, I use a couple different ones. So, um, you know, there's uh, MyRia Pro, uh, MyREI Pro. I use that as a CRM. So those are some of the some of the online tools. And again, YouTube University, everything is on there. I was just I spent <laughs> I spent hours and hours just listening to stuff. So much great content on YouTube. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you for taking us on that five minute hustle journey. Before we uh, kind of close out today, want to just give you the 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 floor one more time. Do you have any other additional words of inspiration, anything else you want to make certain our legacy hustlers kind of walk away with in mind or, or just words of inspiration, please feel free. 
Yeah. Um, I would just say, you know, one challenge that I forgot to mention um, that you need to work on every day is, is your mindset. Um, it's a constant struggle and battle and challenge, or it can be a constant challenge if you're not priming it every day. Um, it's very, you know, it's cliche. A lot of people say, you know, you put your mind to something, you can do anything you want, but you know, it, it's an actual thing, right? Like if you really focus on changing the way that you look at things and look at them as lessons learned, um, you start to not be as fearful of, of failure, right? You start looking at things like, all right, I'm going to go out and take this leap of faith. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to try this thing in my business. If it fails, I'll fail fast, move what gain something from that and move forward. Right? Like I'm always taking the lessons learned from things and moving forward. There's, there's no failure unless you just stop, right? Then, then you truly like you just gave up. But if you're not stopping and you're taking that and you're making things bigger and better, um, that's that's you know that's growth, right? And as I mentioned, you know, as investing in yourself, not only just in business, like just your mindset as well, like your own personal development. I invested in myself and did a great program, um, which I'm basically certified in now, which is called neuro linguistic programming (NLP). And, um, you know, as I mentioned, I was going through a lot of, I had a couple, lot of deaths in the family and I heard about this NLP program that essentially helps you, um, just understand your unconscious mind and what your unconscious mind is doing and what it's there for. And, uh, going through that program helped me not only personally just dealing with some of the thoughts that I had in my mind, but it really helped me to see business through a different lens and understanding that there are everyone has these limiting beliefs you need to be able to identify what those limiting beliefs are and understanding like that is truly your unconscious mind trying to protect you, but you need to understand how to change, how to change that, right. How to turn that around and, you know, teach your unconscious mind to that you are capable of doing whatever you want. There is nothing that is limiting you. You have resources all around you, right? It's just, how are you leveraging those resources? But everything that you need is already around you. You have what you need already. So you need to just go out and get it, but it's around you if you really want it. So that was that was huge for me in the mindset thing. I can go on for a little while about that, but focus on your mindset, man. Like that's gonna change everything. That's really the start before, you know, for me, mindset and God, right? But it intertwines. You, your mindset is huge. Focus on that, focus on um, moving forward and priming your mind and not letting those limited beliefs stop you, you'll, you'll be able to do amazing things. I love what you're talking about, Rudd. So as you're hearing Rudley talk, you know, and closing out here, um, the ability to really tap into your mindset, your faith, um, overcoming fear, that continued growth mindset and, and continued learning are all of these things that, that Rudley is tapped into. And so really, truly hope that you go check out his website. Um, if you have continued questions, can the people reach out to you readily through the website? Yeah, yeah. You can uh, hit me on my website, k1homesolutions.com. Um, I'm on Facebook under Rudley Kelly, as well as K1 Home Solutions, Instagram at Rudley Kelly. Um, so, yeah, I'm definitely uh, I'm into the helping others um, as much as I can. So feel free to reach out if you have any questions regarding real estate matters. I'm here. Or just right, like I appreciate you, Rudley. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate you, Ben. What's up, Legacy Hustlers? I hope your cup is overflowing 
with inspiration, motivation, and knowledge after listening to our guests today. And if it was, don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, comment, and share with your friends so we can continue to grow the base of listeners. Shout outs to Chris from Sideline Records for always producing an amazing episode. Jonathan Leonard, we see you. Thank you for the uh, intro music. And to our listeners, until the next time we connect, please don't get in your own way in the pursuit of your dreams. Mm -hmm.